speakers we have ever had at Summit. And I think we've had them back, we've had them here about five times, which should be a testimony of how we feel about him and how we feel God uses him. And uh, Brother Marks has been used in incredible ways in the Northwest. And I've got a feeling he's just getting started. Would you put your hands together one more time unto the Lord as the man of God comes. expectations that are weighing on us in these types of meetings. With that said, I also know, unfortunately, what it feels like to go home and having not felt like that I was completely obedient to God. That's the worst feeling. So rather than impress you tonight, rather than preach something to you that you've never heard before, I am going to do what the Holy Ghost has told me to do. 
and hopefully it will be received and we will respond accordingly. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, now that everybody's good and nervous, Luke chapter 11. Luke, the 11th chapter, we'll read one verse of scripture, and then we'll pray, and I'll let you be seated, and I'll expound on this for a few moments. Luke, chapter 11, and we will begin to read in verse number 24. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest. When an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest. When an unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest. And finding none, he saith, I will return unto my house whence I came out. And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. I do not in any way, shape, or form anticipate being long. I do hope that when I'm finished that there is a lengthy move of his spirit. But I know what I felt like the Lord spoke to me, and I'm going to do my best to be obedient. I want to talk to you just for a few moments tonight on the subject, the danger of being dry. The danger of being dry. If you would, lay your hands, your Bibles down rather, and lift your hands and ask the Lord to talk to us.
Would you give the Lord a good hand clap of praise? seated. Thank you for standing. We are given a strong admonishment in reference to our adversary. The Bible says that he is a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. I'll be quite honest with you tonight. I've seen enough devourment in the last 24 months. I don't care to see another preacher devoured. I don't care to see another saint devoured. I don't care to see another pastor's wife devoured. I don't care if I ever hear the tragedy of a young person again being devoured. As far as I'm concerned, one of the greatest evangelists that's traveled in our movement in the last hundred years, we heard preach here this morning, he's pastoring now, and he's going to understand what I'm fixing to tell you, other guys that are here that have traveled, can resonate with this, there is nothing any more disheartening than to... Walk back into a place where you've been before and you start looking for faces. I can't, ex- I can't explain it to you. In fact, I stood on this pulpit or this platform rather tonight and I scanned this congregation and I looked deep into the eyes of people that sat here that our paths have crossed over the years in local churches and conferences and camps. And looking in your eyes, I've wondered just how close. Will I look for you the next time around? And your face will no longer be sitting there. Oftentimes, oftentimes you see it coming. Sometimes it catches you by surprise. Some of these missing faces, you leave these local churches reaching and stretching and doing everything in your power to get your hands on these people. And somehow, it's, you just can't get a grip on them. And then time. The, the, the horror, the, the horror, the horrible stories, the nightmares. I, 
I'm getting to where I don't even want to ask anymore. I don't even want to know the story. Uh, some of them, as I've already said, you see it coming. And the ones, and, and probably you've seen this, the ones that really hurt are the ones that, that, that you didn't see coming. And, and, and it's the ones that they wait till the meeting's over or after the first or second night and, 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 and they say, do you notice so-and-so's not here? And, and, and I, I've, I've just chalked it up. You know, they're working, they're on vacation, they devourment. I, I, I'm wondering right now if I can, if I can connect with a pastor. I, I'm, wondered, I'm wondering right now if I can connect to the heavy heart of a pastor's wife that's in this place. I'm wondering right now if, if this message could resonate with, with the, burden, the burdened spirit of some parents. Because of those that we fear that are on the fringes. The danger of being devoured. He said this is his game. It's a game of devourment. He, he destroys. And, and we try everything. In, in the, it's, it's a process. Because he said, but I have come, I've come to give life and, and, and life and that more abundantly. But he said the devil, he has come to, to steal, kill, and destroy. And I feel like that I spend my time trying to interrupt that process. And I think we ought to be doing everything in our human power to interrupt that process. Come on now. I said, I think we ought to be doing everything in our power as pastors, as youth pastors. Come on, as mothers in Zion, as caring brothers and sisters. Come on, as parents, as friends. We ought to be doing everything in our power to interrupt that process. Because while his ultimate goal is devourment, he starts by just stealing. He, he's, he, he's happy to steal. But, but ladies and gentlemen, I've watched, I have watched this trend long enough to understand that while he's happy to steal, he's not content to just steal. His ultimate goal, come on, his paramount priority is to completely destroy you. And I've looked in the eyes of some people in this congregation. You're somewhere between stealing and being killed, but you're on your way to being devoured. And I hope we can interrupt that process tonight. And he gives us some keys. He gives us some keys to dodge the devourment. He said, if, you, if you're going to dodge the devourment, come on now. He said, you've got to be sober. You can't have your head in the clouds. You can't bury your head in the sand. You can't pull the covers over your head and try to sleep this off. You gotta be sober. You gotta be sober. You gotta be aware. You gotta be vigilant. You gotta be. The word vigilance there, which is the second thing that he 
gives us. It's a very interesting word. And for the sake of time, I won't dive off into that But if completely. But just allow me for a moment just to share with you. If you were to get in to the Greek of that word there, be sober, be vigilant. That word actually comes where we get our word, English word, gregarious. Vigilance deals with gregariousness. Fellowship. If you go and you study the etymology of the word gregarious, it's very interesting because it talks about staying in the flock. Staying a part of the flock. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about a Bible etymology. I'm just talking about word etymology. Come on, it's got spiritual roots. Vigilance. I see too many people that get down. I see too many people that get dry. They get their head in the clouds. And then the next thing they do is they isolate themselves. You may be walking through the driest desert of your life. You ought to be the first one to prayer meeting. You ought to be the last one to leave church. If you're dry, it's not time to become unsocial. Come on. I said if you're dry, it's not time to become unsocial. Come on. Some of you have heard me deal with this in the last year. If you're dry, come on. If Jezebel is hurling accusations at you, it's not time to climb in a cave somewhere. You better get you a fellowship. You better get a... You better get to... You get among God's people as fast as you can get there. But, but, but even though, even though the tragedy, to me one of the greatest tragedies of history is we don't learn from history. I said one of the greatest tragedies of history is we don't, we learn history, but we don't learn from history. And we have watched this. People isolate. They get dry. They get down. They isolate. Seclusion. Silence. Thrown into the hands. Closing of the mouth. Hallelujah. Maybe I should have more appropriately titled this tonight The Danger of Becoming Dry. Because to be dry, you're going to become dry. It's not something that happens overnight, it takes time. I said it takes time to become dry. You do not wake up one day and you dry. It's a process. You wax dry. You wax dry. You wax discouraged. You wax defeated. Come on. He's come to steal, kill, and destroy. I don't know where you're at and all of that. But if we can save a young person tonight, it'll be worth the summit. If we can save a preacher's wife from losing her mind tonight, it'll be worth this conference. separate yourself from your brothers and sisters. You can't separate yourself from your man of God. Come on, if you're dry, the worst thing you can do is back off of your bishop. The worst thing you can do is back away from your consecrations. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody. Link back up. Link back up. Come out of your cave. Clap your hands and give God praise.
the first thing to go when one would when one would be determined to have leprosy my understanding is the first thing that would go is their ability to feel there was a greater danger in leprosy than its contagiousness huh the greatest danger of leprosy was not its contagiousness. It was denial. Because it takes a while before you start seeing the proof that you actually really got the disease. You lose your feeling. You get dry. Come on, it's just, it's just one Wednesday night prayer meeting a month. It's just, it's just one service the last couple of months that I didn't feel quite up to go into church, but I'm still okay. It's just a spot, Uncle Dean. It's not, it's, it can't be leprosy. I still feel too good. Feelings, the feelings gone. You can't determine. Come on, you you have lost your ability. I'm preaching to somebody right now. You have lost your you've lost your ability to discern. You've lost your ability. Come on to discern. You are delusional in your thinking. Come on, I'm not afraid of I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of your dryness being contagious. I'm not afraid because you're dry that you're going to infect the person behind you. My greatest fear of your dryness is your denial that you've got the disease. I'm sorry, but I'm not in the mood. And for some reason, I don't have the strength tonight to convince you for the next 45 minutes that you're dry. I've got to have somebody in this building that wants to be saved bad enough that you shed and you multiply and you say, I'm not where I need to be, but I want to get where I need to be. It's not that your dryness is going to infect the young person sitting next to you. But I am concerned in your self-denial. Come on. They are visible. We see the spots. We have the concerns. Your pastor's picked up on it. Your mom's tried to bump you about it. But it's, it's denial that you got the disease of being dry. Greatest danger of leprosy was the denial. It's just it's just a spot. He's just a friend. It's just a Facebook acquaintance. It's just coffee. You know, it's it's just it's 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 old it's old high school people. I, you know, I'm trying to be a witness. Coming home all hours of the night. Huh? 
You got, the, you got the disease of dryness, but you're in denial. We're picking up the signs, but you, you've lost your ability to feel. You, 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 you're, not even, you're, you're not spiritually cognizant enough to realize you're in trouble. It's a, it's a slippery slope. I've exhausted and venerated a lot of energy standing on my head with my hair on fire trying to stop people that are coming down that slippery slope. I wish I could tell you that I helped more than hurt me. But more times than not, they hurt me rather than me helping them. Because it's denial. I'm okay. I'm not discouraged. I'm fine. I preached and still felt the anointing Sunday night. Yeah, but there's little things you're saying, little things that start showing up. I look back now and I've watched conversations of the devoured and there were little spots and I could always dismiss the spots I'm okay Bo I'm fine you alright I'm, I'm good you want to talk about this? No, I want to talk about it. we get through it. How many times? If I hadn't got mad and erased all the text messages, how many times could I go back over the last several years? You all right? You want to talk? Something's not right. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm talking about deviating. Turn it on his heel. You wouldn't believe this. Want to talk about, I'm not interested. I'm, you're in trouble, pal. I'm not interested in the hunting trip you just went on. You're in trouble. I got, we'll talk about bikes and vacations and what, what, are we scared to death to get honest and transparent with one another? I hope to God I got some people in my life that I trust enough, that love me enough, that understand that we're all human, that when I get myself in trouble, I can go to you and say, look, I'm trying to be accountable to you. I am dry. I'm not where I need to be. You can't, you can't just keep preaching. You can't just keep doing. Come on now. You can't just keep doing the books. You can't just keep getting in the choir. You can't just keep leading the service and acting like the spots are not there. you got to address the problem. I can't feel. Come on. I can't feel. I'm dry. Something. Unclean spirits. The devil. Mom Parker, the devil. The devil seeks rest in dry places. Unclean spirits seek rest. I preached this before in my life. Sitting right up on the platform. The Holy Ghost started talking to me. I'm fixing to share something God gave me for this meeting right here. Rest. Rest. I preached the part about rest before. That word rest there is a Greek word. I'd love to show it to you if, you. if you have a hard time getting your head around this, it's the truth. That word rest there, I preached this, is translated recreation. I preached that part of it. You understand where the devil's playground is. 
You know what the devil likes to do for a pastime? It ain't play frisbee. It ain't play golf. You know what the devil does for recreation? The devil, the devil for recreation. He likes to try to find people and places that are dry. Churches that are dry. You know, when are you going to get off your high horse? When are you going to get off your ego trip? Well, I ain't got enough money to have revival. That's a form of pride too. When are you going to have enough sense? Come on to address the issue. You got a dry problem. You need an evangelist. I'm putting a plug in for Prado. You need an evangelist. You need a prophet. You need to have a path. Even if it's a pastor friend. Come on, call him up. I can't afford to pay an evangelist. But my church is dry. Would you please? We've got to have a fresh voice. We've got to have a fresh visitation. We've got to have a fresh move. Hey, the devil's got a swing set. Come on. The devil's got a swing set. The devil's got a teeter-totter. Come on. The devil's got a merry-go-round. And you know where it's at? It's where people are dry. More demonic spirits than you can stir with a stick. Can't afford to have revival. You better pick up the phone. You can't afford not to have revival. That's job security. He's putting a plug in for himself. Come on now. Please, get on, come on. What do you think he gave us the five-fold ministry for? For the perfection of the saints and the edification of the body. You need to get somebody with a prophetic utterance on their life. Come on, you've got to push back some of that. You've got to have somebody else come in there. I don't mean to be rude. I'm not trying to run anybody off. But I'm sorry to have to inform you that there's nobody in this place that's the five-fold ministry under themselves. That went over about like a flock of dogs, but it's right anyways. I understand there's guys that move out of three, two and three and four offices. But I'm telling you, the Bible also says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. You need another man to come in there and speak up. You need... where I'm at. I've been coming up here in the northwest for a long time. I've been wrestling these old dirty spirits up here for a while. I know it's that old northwest. I can do it spirit. I don't need anybody to help me. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all the help I can get. I need all the help I can get. I need all the prayer I can get. I need all the fellowship I can get. I need all the encouragement that I can get. devil's not hanging out at the bar room tonight. Huh? The devil's not hanging out with a single mother. He's got a needle hanging out of her arm tonight. That's not where his playground's at. Come on. He already inhabits those places. You know where he loiters? You know where he hangs around? Drive places. Drive preachers. Drive preachers. Why? Dry saints, dry young people, dry preachers' kids. And you know I love you, but I'm on your case tonight. And there's a couple of you here before we get through. I'm going to get a hold of you before we leave here. Dry. It's been so long since you prayed through. 
you got every kind of excuse. Come on. You're bubbling. You got foam coming out of the corner of your mouth. You're bitter at your daddy. You're bitter. You're bitter at crazy Charlie in your church that's been fighting your mom and daddy for years. I tell you, you got to get that mess out of your spirit. You got you to gotta, you gotta throw yourself on an altar and say, God, I'm dry. I'm in trouble. I'm entertaining spirits. Would you help me? I believe there's some old wells going to spring up here tonight. I believe there's going to be some people talking tongues that had not talked in tongues in a while. But Nate, that word rest is a cool word because it's, 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 it's double-edged. Not only is he seeking recreation in right places, rest. But by using this word, the writer clarifies even greater the inclinations and the propensities of people in dry places. Rest does not only translate recreation, but here's what I've never preached. It also translates cessation of motion. Not only are dry places his playground, but the greatest inclination that mankind has when he hits a dry place is to quit moving. The number one indicator this is a dry place. The number one indicator that I can set up a seesaw here. This is a good place to build me a swing set. This is a good place to have me a party. The number one indicator when the enemy walks in, he the number one indicator is they've stopped moving. The greatest danger when you get dry is to stop moving. What do you mean? You stop praying. You stop giving. You stop reaching. You stop going to the prayer room. He says, oh, there's cessation of movement. There's, oh, oh, there's a great place to build a playground right there. They lifted their hands in three services. Think I'll set me up a merry-go-round right there. That'd be a good place to have a party. Huh? They clap their hands in minutes and months. Think I'll have me some recreation right there. Stop moving. No waving. No running. No dancing. Well, I ain't felt anything. I don't dance. I don't dance just because I feel something. Well. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of getting in the flesh. Dear God, Paul Elder, I ain't never seen anybody dance that didn't dance in the flesh. Boy, I didn't think I'd get that kind of reaction up here. I said, I ain't never seen anybody didn't dance in the flesh. Sometimes when I'm dancing, I'm not 
dancing because I feel something. I'm dancing because I want to feel something. Sometimes when I'm running, I'm not running because I feel him. I'm running because I want to feel him. see me praising I'm not praising because I'm on top I'm praising because I'm not going to stay on the bottom hey 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 every message I preached hey I didn't preach it because I was on top of the mountain but bless God I ain't staying in the Yay, though I walk through the valley. Come on, I'm walking through it. I'm not staying down. I'm not staying dry. When the Spirit of the Lord gets ready, you got to move. You got to move. There's no room for hell to set up playground here. Be not weary. Don't get dry and you're well done. For in due season, you'll reap. No, no. Yeah, if you faint not, if you relax not, motion. What are you doing, Noah? news for you there were days that Noah slung the hammer and drove nails just to keep from getting discouraged do you believe it's going to rain I don't know I did yesterday but apathy will get you in trouble lethargicness will get you in trouble complacency will get you in trouble motionlessness motionlessness will get you in trouble swing your hammer do your dance run your run do your thing. Just don't get still. Just don't get still. You have seen this. I am not going to keep watching it and not say something. can't put as it were a prototype on the platform if there is any infestation of dryness that I've seen that lives in the church it's in drum cages and behind keyboards with a guitar in somebody's hand and that's, that's the example we're setting in front of everybody dear God I stopped a guy not too long ago I knew something was wrong. Every time I'd make an altar call, he'd make a beeline for his guitar. I knew one or two things. Either there's some competition going on here and he doesn't want the other guy getting on the guitar. No, usually that spirit shows up on the drums. That's usually where that spirit shows up. My God, if we had half the soul winners in our churches, we had drummers, we'd already reach the world. 
Oh, quit getting offended. I'm a drummer. Huh? I watched this about four or five times. I'm going on here. And he'd always, he'd always manage. It didn't matter where I was in the auditorium. He'd always manage it. Go out around the other way. He said, well, here I go here. He'd go around that way. One night we just happened to intersect. Oop, jumped the devil. I said, where are you going? I mean, he couldn't look me in the eyes. It's a neon sign, guilty, right over the top of his head. Stutter says guilty. Guilty, 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 guilty. I said, you really going to go to hell behind that guitar? I said, it's been years since you talked in tongues. Started sobbing. He didn't make it to the guitar that night. Huh? But it's not, and here, here's what, and I get sick, boy. Pray for me, ball master. I, I'm sick. I don't want to do this, but I got to do this. It's not just the devil that sets up shop in dry places where there's been a cessation of movement or motion. But the Bible specifically says it's unclean spirits. And I'll tell you something. Finally, it's finally dawned on me. Where all these little perverted spirits are coming from. To drive people who've lived a long time in denial. They got to keep this image. Mom and dad, why are you trying to keep your cute little image together? Your boys are being perverted with pornography. Your dryness. I seen a situation just the other day, and I wasn't anywhere involved. Just was just there. I wasn't the one dealing with it. Young man's bound by pornography. That's a good young man. So, man, I asked that pastor on the way to the restaurant. I said, "Who's his mom and daddy?" He told me. I didn't say nothing. But there's 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 a there's a dry place. And the swings he's sitting on is in the next generation. It's slick, it's sneaky, and it's subtle. We can blame it on Hollywood, we can blame it on Europe, but there's a little effeminacy. I'll tell you one of the worst things we can do. One of the worst things we can do is hide behind our standards, dying in dryness. There, there, there is hair uncut in this house, and you're rotten on the inside. There's skirts with no slits. There's clean haircuts. There's robes of clean righteousness. But if the robes were peeled back, there's a desert, and it stinks. 
every kind of unclean spirit imaginable. Got dry. You can't preach on empty and catch up with you. Can't lead the choir on empty and catch up with you. Can't, you can't teach Sunday school on em, running on empty and catch up with you. You catch you. Too many spirits. She's put on a new dress. Same old spirit, but she's got a new dress on. And the spirit of the harlot is more seductive and she's stronger. And she's making a louder spiel and she's more seductive than she's ever been. It's too strong. The spirits of seduction are too strong in our world for you to try to do your thing on empty. The way people are coming dressed. Hey, I'm just, I'm just being transparent. The way people are dressed coming to work. The way people are dressed going to the store. Come on now. She's parading. Seductive, these unclean spirits. Brother, I know the wise man says she stands on the corner. But I think she's taking it. I think she's taking it to another level. She's in the streets. <laughs> I've seen her in the streets. She's reaching in houses. Why? Because she understands that her days are numbered. No, no. It's not men going to her anymore. That spirit's got to reach like it's never had before. It's mingling in the streets. It's mingling on every. You you can't afford to be apostolic, running on empty. Because what? Because it's just a matter of time, and he's gonna be playing ball in your house. You try to you try to do your thing on empty, and it's gonna be just a matter of time, and he's gonna be playing cricket with your kids. He's gonna be playing volleyball in your youth group. I'm okay. I'm fine. You're critical. You're cynical. You're skeptical. You become crudely opinionated. You're late. You're sloppy. You're unconcerned. You've lost your compassion. You're cantankerous. You're on the verge of always flipping out. Emotional. Emotional. On the verge of emotional breakdowns. You're running on fumes. You're running on empty. There's a danger. There's a danger in becoming dry. Opening a door. Mom. Mom, you're opening a door. I don't have anything against us. I'm, I'm doing my best. I, I, quite a, several years ago, I lost 100 pounds. I put some of that weight back on. I'm doing my best to try to get back off. I'm not against us looking good. I believe it's part of our testimony. But brother, I'm going to tell you something. I get concerned when a mom gets dry and she joins a gym. I, I'm not taking a shot. If you're here, I'm not taking a shot. I'm just talking about things that I've watched. I get concerned when a mom gets dry at 40 years old and she goes and gets braces. I know I'm on HGR. They take any little snippet and they've done it and they'll do it more. I'm not going to preach with fear anymore. 
but I get concerned. I get concerned when a dad's medicine cabinet becomes full of every kind of vitamin and protein that they got on the market. And he's working 60 hours a week. And his kids ain't hardly seen him hold his hands up in the air twice. I'm, I'm just... Recreation. Putting yourself in a position. You're susceptible to unclean, uncleanness. And it's it's broad. It's filthy. There's there's a the the, the range of things. Unclean attitudes. I'm not just 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 got dry, that's all. I just got dry. But Blake and Shep, I can't afford to get dry. Yeah. Brother King, I got people hanging on me now. I got a 10-year-old who worships the ground I walk on. And I know kids are pretty resilient. But some of them, I'm telling you, they never recover. Never recover. You try. It's easy. I've seen, I've seen this, I've seen this too much and not, and not had the anointing to articulate it. I've, God's given me the anointing to articulate it now. I've, I've seen purity. I've seen chastity. I've seen, I've, I've seen naivete and I've watched it over time and I've seen it turn into seductiveness and sensuality. Clothes get more revealing. Yeah, suggestive, the putting off an air, putting off a spirit. What's that all about? Six months, she'd have never thought about wearing anything like that. And guys, it doesn't necessarily show up on what that what what they got on. It'll show up on what they're talking about. I've turned, man. I've looked at people. I thought, my God, that's not that. He would have never laughed at that. He'd have never come off of something off cutter like that. Try. He set up a playground there. Unclean spirits. And the deal is, it never ends. It never stops. And I'm done. Come to the keyboard. Just give me an organ or a keyboard. Because the Bible goes on and I read it. I said, he'll show up. And if there's motion there, he'll 
go on down the road. He'll come back. He'll come back. He'll come back. He'll check again. Satan came back to God in the flesh. You don't think he's going to come back? Look in your house. The Bible says that after he left him in the wilderness, he departed from him for a season. He'll come back. He'll come back. He's over in the shadows right now. Come on, he's over in the shadows right now doing calisthenics. You can't see him, but he's lurking like a roaring lion. He's got devourment on his mind. He wants to completely destroy you. He wants to destroy your faith. He wants to destroy the lineage of faith. He wants to destroy the anointing. He wants to destroy the calling. He wants to destroy the purpose. He wants to, he wants to completely destroy. The Holy Ghost spoke to me today and I didn't know how it was going to fit. The other stuff I was feeling. I believe one of the greatest objectives of Satan in this day and hour is to bring a reproach to our churches. He's doing everything he can to discredit was David's biggest deal. Don't let this get back to the camp of the Philistines. Reproach. He wants to bring a reproach to your church. He wants to bring a reproach to your family. He wants to destroy anything looks like God, symbolizes God righteousness he wants to tear it down and all he's got to have is a dry place Satan moves in when it gets dry I didn't live long enough to know all the stories. How many times I've heard these guys tell their stories. Fallen giants. And if you peel layer after layer after layer, how many times have they said in one, one way or another, some shape or form, they've said, I just stopped praying. Cessation of movement playground I just stopped praying motionless playground no prayer there no prayer moving in that home no prayer moving in that ministry no prayer no prayer moving talents there yeah but I'm going to tell you something boy you put a dry tank somebody that's gifted and talented you're a train wreck waiting to happen it's not a matter of if it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when And he's no respecter of persons. I've seen him fall out of the pulpit. I've seen him fall out of the pew. I've seen him fall off the platform. Dry. If you're dry, 
you ought to be jumping the highest. You ought to be screaming the loudest. My God, he was deceived as any man had ever been in his life. Power had gone to his head. He had turned into to a, to a caring, loving shepherd boy, to a narcissistic king. But when the lights finally come on and he realized he's in trouble, he, will, he shouted louder than anybody, I am the man. It's me. It's me. I'm dry. I'm backslid. I'm the one that hasn't talked in tongues in a while. I'm the one that's being lured. I'm the one that's being tempted. I'm the one that's being seduced. I'm the one that's considering backsliding. I'm the one that's cold. It's me. And it's me. As, as it's me echoes off the stone walls of that callous castle. <laughs> It's me echoes off the stone walls of that castle. In some way, they find their way into the heavenlies. And God says, I'm grieved, but I can work with that. I'm disappointed, but I can work with that. You let me down, but I can work with that. Hey, just because you F. E-L-L doesn't mean that you F-A-I-L I'm telling somebody get back up on your feet you're not a failure come on you made a mistake but you don't have to be a mistake you made a mistake but you don't have to be a mistake it's me Some way it escapes through a castle door somewhere and it finds its way into the throne. And God says, I'm disappointed, but I can work with that. Huh? Created me a clean heart. That was what was born. When a man realized he was dry, that was the prayer born out of a dry place. Dear God, I'm preaching stuff I ain't never preached. The Holy Ghost is talking to us. That was the prayer born out of a dry place. That wasn't born on top of the mountain. That wasn't born. That wasn't born when he was on fire. That wasn't born when his tank was full. He was running on empty. And he said, Create in me, create in me a clean spirit. Renew in me. Created me a clean heart. Renew in me a right spirit. Sister L, you know what that tells me? That tells me whether there, whether there's mean as me or sweet as you. The only way to keep a right spirit is through renewal. You don't get a right spirit and just have a right spirit. If you get a right spirit and you keep a right spirit, it's because you work at keeping a right spirit. Those kind of prayer. That prayer was born on the bottom. Dear Jesus, have mercy. Oh, you know why? You know why? Oh God. You know why Satan hates us so bad? 
Because his prophesied destiny is a bottomless pit. He doesn't have a bottom. (laughs) Satan will never know what the gift of rock bottom looks like. Rock bottom is a place you turn the corner. That's why he hates you so bad. It's the pit he's going to be cast in. He'll never hit rock bottom where he's able to change his mind. He says, I hate them people. I hate them people. Because there's mercy. And if there's a prayer renewal, and if there's a prayer revival on the bottom, when they're dry, God will raise them up. God will restore them. He'll heal them. danger the danger the danger of becoming dry I don't want any more tragedies I asked to go there it's where a guy was I was there just a few weeks ago a month ago now he's my cadet the last time I was there 14 week revival we had a hundred I can't remember now a couple hundred I think get the Holy Ghost there in Durham was it a couple hundred I can't remember it, I know it was a hundred at least I, it all runs together guy helped me to the car every night guy carried my bible guy put my coat on I looked for him the first three nights I just kept giving him the benefit of the doubt I didn't even want to ask to go there you don't want to bring it up to the pastor because a lot of times just as much as it's a pain to you you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna prick something with them so Brother Glendo was in the office. I said, hey, you know what? I said, man, that guy's so far gone. If we could avoid it, I'd rather not see another one go down. I'd rather not see another one of our girls get tricked, pregnant out of wedlock. I've begged them. Folks, it's... I've done this. I, 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 I've seen this look. I've looked, I've, looked, I've looked at people with the same look that you've got. And, and I, I've waved my arms as it were. And I've screamed up and down and stood in front of five lanes of oncoming traffic and put my life in harm's way. Never check up. Call a pastor friend of mine was very kind to me when I first started traveling. I hadn't preached for him many years, but he preached me when I first started traveling. I was preaching for another guy in his city. I just called to let him know. One time his brother was an unbelievable evangelist. A guy could preach faith. I'm talking about people hanging from the chandeliers. I'm kind of out of the loop. I'm better like that. I don't want all that stuff stirring my spirit up, but I asked about his brother. He said, bro, you hadn't heard. I said, no. He said, man. He said, he's so far gone. He's on staff somewhere in an assembly of God church. Just It's the danger of becoming dry. You, you, you do all kinds of things. Oh, Brother Marks, you, you don't tell me what you'll do. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me what you will and won't entertain. Don't tell me how strong you are. 
I'm not interested in what you're telling me on top. You ain't got a clue what you do when you get on the bottom. If you become motionless. If you don't ask somebody to help you. Oh God, I'm trying to quit. Part of this is we're we're scared. We're scared. If you know you're dying and you think there's any chance you're going to live, you might live. You know you're dying, but you think there's a chance, maybe there's a slim chance you might live. Who in this house is going to call somebody knowing there's a good chance they're going to go ahead and finish you off? Maybe not to your face. We're scared to let people see us in that vulnerable state. We don't trust one another. I just don't know if I believe all the doctrines of the church. That's not your problem. You're dry. Your problem's not doctrine. The most relieving phone calls I ever got in my life one day, Nathan Morton called me and, and, and he said, Listen, and he didn't know anything. He goes down the list of all the things I was dealing with. He said, it's okay. I don't want you worried about all that. He said, those things aren't the problem. He said, you're tired. He said, I want you to rest. He said, and when you rest, you'll bounce back. And all those things that you thought were a problem won't be a problem anymore. You don't have doctrinal problems. You don't have belief problems. You don't have faith problems. You got a drive problem. In fact, you don't even have a rebellion problem. That's the way it's manifesting. You got a dry problem. The rebellion is shadows. It's it's leaves. It's symptoms of what the real problem is. You got a dry problem. I'm sorry, but I don't believe I don't believe that Korah was always in opposition to Moses. Don't believe that. You know, I, you take it or leave it, but I believe there was a day Korah was in Moses' back pocket. But he got dry. You do all kinds of crazy stuff. You go home, do your homework, and read it later. Them cats, they, before it was all said and done, they said, why have you brought us out of the land where the milk and honey flows into this wilderness to die? You, you think delusionally when you get dry. Your thinking gets messed up. You don't remember things right. You start... I'm done. Connect with somebody. Let's pray right now. I'm finished. You should have already been here. Well, I got people watching me. Come on now. Did we waste our time the last 45 minutes? My parents are watching me. My, I got saints watching me. My husband's watching me. My wife. Have we wasted our time? Really? Have we wasted our time the last 45 minutes? My pastor's watching me. Brother Marx is watching. Yeah, I am watching you. 
And the ones I'm concerned about are not the ones running down here. The ones I'm concerned about are the ones sitting back saying, you know what, I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm all right, I'll be fine. It's too, it's too quiet. Open your mouth, pray. It's too quiet. It, you're too, you got, there's got to be some desperation. You got, you got to open your mouth and you, you got to be as it, you got to be a David. Come on, it's got to ring off the walls of this beautiful Ephesus. Edifice, it's me, it's me, it's me. I'm the one, I'm the one that stands in need. Come on, it's too quiet. I need young people praying. I need daddies praying. I need preachers praying. I need preachers. I need elders praying. No one gets an exemption. No one is excluded. Get on the floor. Get your face in a pew. Don't get up until a well springs up. Don't get up till you touch God. Don't get up till you talk in tongues. Don't get up. Don't get up until there's a little motion in your life. It's too quiet. A couple of you young people from Calgary scared me to death. A couple of you young people from Johnny Kings are scaring me to death. Come on. I got fear and trembling. I've looked at some of you babies tonight and there's a blank stare. Some of you preachers, kids, you're making me nervous. Come on, pastor's wife. I know you got a lot on you, but you can't afford to get dry. Come on, elder, I know you've seen a lot. Come on, Elder, I know you've been through a lot, but you can't afford to get dry. If you're not praying for yourself, you ought to be burdening. You ought to be praying for somebody else. Come on, I'm preaching to young couples. You're dry. You're into your careers. You're into your education. You're into your clothes. Come on, you're into social media, but spiritually you're dry. Spiritually you're dry. You're into fashion, but you're dry. You're into your boat, but you're dry. You're into sports, but you're dry. to pray through it's me God created me a clean heart renewing me a right spirit it's a prayer that's birthed on the bottom it's a prayer that's birthed on the bottom I want my feeling back I want my feeling back please would you pray with somebody Let's be accountable to one another. Man, connect with a man. Woman, connect with a woman. Maybe you want to connect as couples. Maybe there's preachers that want to connect with their wives. Maybe dryness has slipped into the family. God, we need a well in our family. We need a fresh drink in our family. Fill us up. Fill us up. We are saved by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. We are saved by renewing. We are saved by renewing.
somebody there may be somebody next to you that's tried to maybe if both of you pray together one will put a thousand to flight two will put ten thousand if we bind together we can drive out the spirits that loiter in dire dryness I'm not going to die and dry I won't die and dry I'm not going to die in my dry season